Welcome to a new episode of the NACF Podcast. And each one of us on this walk with God have to bear our own cross. But on this crosswalk, it's a place of termination, transformation, and transition. Coming up. I'm not talking about struggling. I'm not talking about slipping. I'm not talking about just being overcome. I'm talking about purposely living two lives at the same time. I'm talking about believing that you can keep a little sin on the side on purpose and call yourself saved. And I'm here to tell you that the cross is a place of termination. Glory to God. I pray you are enjoying our communion celebration and we just have one scripture for you today we're going to Matthew chapter 10 verse 38 amen thank God for our dance team and our praise team this morning Matthew chapter 10 verse 38 it's there for you on the screen and those of you that are at home Get that scripture real quick, Matthew 10, 38 in the New International Version. Let's read together. Whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Our topic this afternoon is crosswalk 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 on a heap far away stood an old rugged cross the emblem of suffering and shame But I love that old cross where the dearest and best for a world of lost sinners was slain. So I cherish the old rugged cross Till my trophies at last I lay down. I will cling to the old rugged cross and exchange it someday for a Jesus, keep me the cross. There's a precious fountain, and it's free to all a healing stream. That flows from Calvary's mountain in the cross, in the cross, be my glory. Until my raptured soul shall find rest beyond the river at the cross, at the cross where I first 
for the sins of the world in order to return us back to our right relationship with God. Oh, that's what we believe. I think I'll say it again, that Jesus is the Savior of the world, that he is the perfect sinless Son of God, that he was crucified on the cross to pay the penalty for the sins of the world in order to return us to our right relationship with God. This afternoon, I want to take you to the cross. How does God save sinners? The cross. And if we are going to walk with God, this is a crosswalk. Somebody say this is a crosswalk. So I was out the other day and I, I wanted to sit in the park for a minute and study. Uh, I was out walking and I wanted to go sit in the park and study, and the park was right across the street. And where I wanted to sit was right there. But the crosswalk was over there. I didn't want to go all the way down to the crosswalk. So I crossed the street from right where I was. There were no cars coming. I felt like it was safe. It was easier. It made sense to my mind not to go way over there to cross the street when I could get there from here. Now, I understand the reason for the crosswalk, but my way made sense to me. So instead of using the crosswalk, I jaywalked. I took an illegal route. I took the easy way. Nothing bad happened. There was no traffic. It was just a short walk, but it was still a jaywalk and not a crosswalk. But we are in our year of the walk. We're going to take this year and simply learn how to better walk with God. We looked at Micah 6 and 8. He has shown you, O mortal, what is good and what does the Lord require of you but to act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. We looked at Genesis 5:24. Enoch walked faithfully with God. And then he was no more because God took him away. And then Hebrews 11 and 5 says, By faith, Enoch was taken from this life so he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken away. For before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. How did he please God? That was back in Genesis 5, 24. He faithfully walked with God. We looked at Isaiah 30, 21. Whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. So I came by this afternoon to remind you that as you walk with God, this is a crosswalk. But we try to do the same thing that I did on the street the other day. We tried to get where we want to go without using the crosswalk. There is no jaywalking to heaven. There's no jaywalking to heaven. 
You see, like I tell you all the time, we want Jesus for 70% off. We want him cheap and easy and convenient. We want everything salvation has to offer with as little as much inconvenience as sacrifice as possible. We want the anointing for 70% off. We want peace and prosperity, power and purpose. We want salvation, success, significance, and sanctification. We want holiness, happiness, health, and heaven all for 70% off. We want to get there faster and easier without going through the cross. But tell somebody, this is a cross walk. That's why Jesus said, whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. There is no jaywalking to heaven. The only way anyone is going to make it to heaven is by the cross. Everyone has to use the crosswalk. Ain't no jaywalking. Ain't no jumping across the street in this. Everyone has to use the crosswalk. See, either we believe the Bible or we don't. There are not multiple ways to get to heaven. There are not multiple ways to get to heaven. There aren't many ways to get to God. We can't be open-minded on this point. Y'all Christians, y'all so just many, y'all so close-minded, y'all only believe in the truth. That's right. We cannot be open-minded on this point. Why? Because Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. You must believe that Jesus died for the sins of the world on the cross. You must believe that everything centers on what was done on the cross. Jesus paid the penalty that was yours. You sinned against God. You disobeyed him and you did it on purpose. You did it because you like doing wrong. We can blame it on Adam and Eve if we want to, but you did your own dirt. And because you transgressed the law of God, because you chose to obey the devil instead of obeying God, you are the one who earned your own death penalty. But God didn't want to let you go like that. He didn't want to give up on you, but he couldn't let your behavior go unpunished because he's just and he's right. So I'm just, I'm right. I can't let that behavior go unpunished. But on the other side, I don't want to give them up. I don't want to let them go. So God is in a dilemma. And, and so the Godhead came up with a solution. God would take the form of a man. That man is the son of God. That man would be called Jesus. And Jesus would die the death on the cross because the cross was where those who were cursed had to be hung. And he had to take away the curse of the law, which was poverty sickness and death so when Jesus died on the cross he opened the way for us to be blessed for us to be healed and for us to have life and so what is life John 17 and 3 said now this is eternal life that they know you and the only the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent so we have been afforded the opportunity to walk with God but it has to be a crosswalk and so this is the Sunday that we set aside to take in the special offering that we might finish the work that God has called us to. And so do please, if you have not given, then go ahead and get that special offering for the third campus that will come online on Sunrise Mountain. And if you have not given your regular offering, your regular tithe, you can do that by texting 77977 to New Antioch, all one word. Or you can go to newantioch-aliante.org, hit the donate button and follow the prompts all the way through. Or you can send it right in through the mail to 2550 Nature Park Drive, North Las Vegas, and we're in Suite 100, 89084. Again, if you have not given yet, and I do want to read this scripture to you. Bring it down just a little bit, Donnie. I do want to read this scripture to you. And it says, a gift opens the way and ushers the giver into the presence of the great. Everyone has to use the crosswalk. 
Well, what is it about the cross? The cross is a place of termination. The cross is a place of termination. It ended your life. When Jesus was on the cross, it ended his earthly life. He died in our place. So the cross represents for us the ending of our old life. The cross is a place of termination. And the reason we want to skip the cross is that termination can sometimes be painful. See, the cross was a slow and painful death. Sometimes for us, ending our old life can be slow and painful. We like sin for one. We like it. We like it. And it's painful to give up what your body loves, what your mind craves, and what your soul is tied to. The second reason we don't like this slow, painful death is that the flesh is strong and it talks loud and it dies hard. I might have two friends in the room. The flesh is strong. It talks loud. And it dies hard. It's much easier to jaywalk than use the crosswalk. That's why Jesus had to say, whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Because he knew it was going to cost us something to follow him. Yes, salvation is free, free, but that does that mean you can afford it no way. But it is going to cost you a little something. In the text, he was sharing with those who wanted to follow him what the cost of discipleship will be. He said, you got to take up your cross if you're going to follow me. If you're going to walk with me, you're going to have to take up this cross. So even before he went to the cross he identified our walk with him as a cross walk and they knew automatically what he was referring to referring to they knew that the cross was one of the worst ways to die it was slow and painful sometimes you can it can last up to three days of just suffering he was letting them know that a walk with him would cost them their old life and the whole life was not going to go down without a fight. But the only way to eternal life is through the cross. The cross is a place of termination. You have not, if you have not ended your old life, you're jaywalking. I mean, you didn't go down to the crosswalk. If you have not ended your old life, baby, you jaywalking. If you're saying, Lord, I love you. And then, or you're saying, uh, thank you, Jesus. If you're saying, thank you, Jesus. And what the F on a regular. You trying to get your new life. Without ending your old life. Tell somebody you jaywalking. If you're saying, Lord, I love you. And you still get your little something-something on the side. On a regular. You trying to get to your new life. Without ending your old life. Without terminating your old life. Somebody tell somebody you jaywalking. If you're praying at the 7 a.m. prayer with us every morning, praying, then lying and gossiping and cheating and manipulating the rest of the day on a regular basis, you're trying to get to a new life without terminating your old life. Somebody say you jaywalking. 
I'm not talking about struggling. I'm not talking about slipping. I'm not talking about just being overcome. I'm talking about purposely living two lives at the same time. I'm talking about believing that you can keep a little sin on the side on purpose and call yourself saved. And I'm here to tell you that the cross is a place of termination. You have got to let the cross end your old life. Tell that old life goodbye and mean it. God has an amazing new life for you but you got to come through the cross and the cross is a place of termination if you're not going to terminate your old life while you're trying to grab a new life you are jaywalking the cross is a place of termination the cross is a place of transformation things change at the cross Oh, yeah, things change at the cross. It's, it's more than just the old life being over. It's the new life coming through. Now, I know technically, all of my theologians, that the new life didn't come until the resurrection. When Jesus died, we died. I know that. And when Jesus rose, we re rose to a new life. Um, but Ram BJ, I saw something. There was a thief on the cross next to Jesus. And the thief got it all on the cross. He acknowledged that Jesus was the son of God and the king of the world. And then the thief said, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus didn't say, I'm going to terminate you today. And then when I get up in three days, I'm going to come get you and you get part two of this. Jesus said, today. Not three days from now. Jesus said, today you will be with me in paradise. The thief went to the cross a sinner on his way to hell, but the cross was his place of transformation. He left that cross on his way to paradise. His mind, his heart, and his destiny was changed at the cross. And when you truly choose the crosswalk, it will transform your life. The cross is not all bad. The cross is not all suffering. The cross is not all pain. That's just the initial turn termination but the cross is also transformation you have to allow the cross to transform you allow the cross to transform you I know you feel it I know you want to do it I know your spirit is longing for it to allow the cross to transform you because it's hard to terminate an old life unless you can imagine and experience a new one can I tell you about this transformed life those that was in Sunday school with me can I testify about this about this transformed life oh y'all it's a good life it's a blessed life there's joy through the cross there's power through the cross there's a relationship with the god of the universe through the cross you're a better person you're a better spouse you're a better parent you're a better friend it comes with power and peace and purpose it comes with success and significance and security the cross will break every chain it'll break every yoke it'll break every curse it'll break every cycle yes it can be painful yes it will be painful but the transformation is worth that y'all I might not be all I want to be but I guarantee you I am not who I was I found transformation at the cross at the cross where I first saw the light and the burdens of my heart rolled away it was there by faith I received my sight and now I'm happy all the day the cross is a crosswalk somebody says it's a crosswalk the cross is a place of termination the cross is a place of transformation. And the cross is a place of transition. Your old life is terminated. You are transformed to a new life. And then you are transitioned to eternal life. That's the crosswalk. Your old life is terminated. Then you're transformed to a new life. Then you're transitioned into eternal life do we only talk about heaven at funerals these days those of y'all who grew up in church just that that was born with a 19 in front of your year you you remember them talking about heaven more and 
But now we only talk about it at the funeral. But the, the cross is a place of transition. Uh, in fact, they got the new word for death now is transition. They don't, they don't say somebody died. They say they transitioned um, or that they have ascended. You know, my, my sister likes to write obituaries, and she'll always use the term ascended uh, or transition. I like both of them because both of those things happen at the cross. When you came through the cross, you now have eternal life. You have to spend eternity somewhere. You have to spend eternity somewhere. For all y'all that's been listening to philosophy, you do not cease to exist when this life is over. You do not cease to exist when this life is over. The cross is connected to heaven. You get to heaven by way of the cross. Heaven is what's at the end of the crosswalk. Let me say it like that. Heaven is what's at the end of the crosswalk. Uh, uh, the cross is a place of transition. Did you notice the, the hymns that I sung in the beginning about the cross, they all connected to heaven. So I cherish the old rugged cross till my trophies at last I lay down. And Rev, I didn't, I never, I, I've been singing that song all my life. And I never considered what that line meant until my trophies at last I lay down. Until I begin to put away my mom's trophies. She had trophies and plaques for days. And as I begin to wrap them up, to put them away, it dawned on me, this is what this means. As I lay down all of her trophies, till my trophies at last I lay down, is that I will cling to the old rugged cross, and then I'll exchange it. Hey, someday, Jackie for a crown. The cross was connected to the crown. It was connected. The other song, in the cross, in the cross, be my glory ever till my ransomed soul shall find rest beyond the river. They connected the cross to heaven. The cross is a place of transition. And y'all, not everybody's going to heaven. Not everyone is going to heaven. Not everyone. It's going to heaven, not according to the Bible. And if we believe any of it, Tanisha, then we got to believe all of it. If you believe any of this Bible, believe all of it. So let's go to the back of the book. What did he say? How this thing going to end up? Revelation chapter 20. Go to the back of the book with me. John was looking in the back of the book. And the Holy Spirit, he said, John said, then I saw a great white throne. And him who was seated on it. He said the earth and the heavens fled from his presence. And there was no place for them. He said, and I saw the dead. Great and small. Black and white. Rich and poor. First world and third world. He said, I saw the dead, great and small, and they were standing before the throne. And the books were open. And books were open. Books were open. Books were open. And another book. Another book was open, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to what was in the books. The, judge, the dead were judged according to what they had done as recorded in the books. The sea gave up the dead that were in it. And death and Hades gave up the dead that were in them. And each person was judged according to what they had done. So then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. And the lake of fire, he called, the, is the second death. And anyone whose name was not written in the book of life 
was thrown into the lake of fire. I know. That's terrible, huh? That's terrible, but, but it's, a, it's an easy fix, though. Colossians 2.13, when you were dead in your sins and then God made you alive in Christ, he forgave us all of our sins, having canceled the charge of our legal indebtedness which stood against us and condemned us. He has taken it away, nailing it to his cross. And then he said, he has taken, he has disarmed the powers and the authorities. He made a public spectacle of the devil. He triumphed over the devil by the cross. Easy fix, though. It's an easy fix for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. It's an easy fix, though. According to 1 Peter 2, he himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sin and live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed for you like sheep had gone astray, but now you have returned to the shepherd and the overseer of your souls. It's an easy fix, y'all. Easy fix, according to Romans 8. It's an easy fix because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit has give, who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. But what the law was powerless to do because it was weakened by the flesh, God did, sending his only son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. So he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us who do not live according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. It's an easy fix, y'all. But God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever whoever 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 believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life it's an easy fix though because in my father's house there are many mansions and if it were not so he said I wouldn't have told you but I go to prepare a place for you and if I go and prepare a place for you I'm going to come again and receive you unto myself that where I am you may be also and Thomas said Lord we don't know where you're going and how can we know the way and Jesus said I am the way I'm the truth and I'm the life and nobody comes to the father unless they come through me the cross is a place of transition for Jesus now let me stop and say this he nailed all of our sins to the cross and at that point it didn't matter what was in them books? It didn't matter what was in them books as long as your name was in that book. Because once your name was found in the book of life, it wasn't even no evidence in the other books. That's what it means to have him to blot out your transgression. The cross is a place of transition. So for Jesus, he went there and his earthly life was terminated. And then he was transformed from victim to victor, from sufferer to savior, from carrier of the sins of the world to the conqueror of the sins of the world. And then he transitioned and he rose from the dead with all power in his hands and then sat at the right hand of the father. There was termination, transformation, and transition. It's the crosswalk. The cross was a place of termination for the life of the thief. But it was also the place of transformation where he went from sinner to believer. And then it was a place of transition where he went from earth to paradise. It was the crosswalk. Termination. Transformation. Transition. Don't try to walk with God without going all the way to the cross. It is your place of transformation. It is your place of termination, of transformation and transition. Tell somebody this is a crosswalk. Termination, transformation, transition. Termination, transformation, transition. 
One of the songwriters kind of said it like this. You came from heaven to earth to show the way from the earth to the cross. My debt you paid from the cross to the grave, from the grave to the sky. Lord, I lift your name on termination, transformation, transition. What's it? You came from heaven to earth to show the way from the earth to the cross. My debt you paid from the cross to the grave, from the grave to the sky. Lord, I lift your name on high. This is a crosswalk, y'all. You can't miss the cross and make it to heaven. So I want you to pray this prayer with me today. Some of you, this might be the first time you've prayed this prayer. And some of you, this might be the first time you really meant it. But if you want that transition in the end, you got to come by the cross. You can't jaywalk your way to heaven. You have got to terminate your old life. You got to let the Lord allow, allow the Lord to transform you into a new life. And in one of these days, we're going to transition into the next life. And so I want you to pray this prayer with me that you make sure that you're ready. That you make sure you get on the crosswalk. This is a crosswalk. You cannot walk with God and bypass the cross. Some of it's painful. Some of it's difficult. Oh, but it is so worth it. Some of it is, most of it is great. Y'all, this is a great life. And we'd like to invite you to it. All you have to do is believe that story I just told you. What I preach today is what we call the gospel. It's the good news that you are on your way to hell, but Jesus died for you and you don't have to go. You can go to heaven now. That's the good news. That's all we got. And it's more than enough. Matter of fact, it's too much. Uh, so we'd like to invite you. If you're here in the room and you need to pray this prayer, Maybe for the first time or maybe or time today that you are serious about joining this crosswalk. Everybody pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I believe in you. Come into my heart. Forgive me for everything I've done wrong. I'm ready to walk with you. And I understand. It's a crosswalk. And so I come for you to save me. And I thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. If you said that prayer and you're here in this room, we'd like you to be a part of our family. You are a part of the family. We'd like you to be a part of this church of New Antioch at Aliante. Or if you have made that commitment today, we want to pray with you. We want to make sure there's a book that we want to give you that tells you how to do this crosswalk, that gets you on your journey. Is there anybody here that had said that prayer today and you accepted the Lord today? You don't have to come here. I'll send somebody to you. Anybody. If you're listening on this live feed, please put in the comments right now that you prayed that prayer today. That you're making a commitment to this crosswalk. That you want to be a part of uh, the Christian family. Just write it in there. Give us your name. Give us a way to get in touch with you. Or you can go to newantioch-aliante.org and go down to the connect button. We want to get you into a Bible study. We'd like you to join our church. I would love to be your pastor. We would love for you to be part of our church family. We can help you on this walk. We're going to be walking with God all year. Come on, join us. Come on, join us and learn how to walk with God. Have the best transformation of your life. It's such a good life. This is such a good life. Matter of fact, it's the only way to eternal life. So either go and 
connect with us. Push that connect button if you go to newantioch-aliante.org. Or you see it on this here. You can write it. That's how you spell it, right here. Uh, or just put in the comments where you are right now. And somebody will be in touch with you to get you part. You can join our church. We are accepting new members right now. And we'd love to have you be part of our church. But for those of you that are here in the room, some of you need some termination. Some of you need some transformation. Some of you need some transition to make sure that you're headed for eternal life. And God actually put on my heart to pray for this. And then we're good. You're good. Get ready to take communion. That there are people every day that are in transition. I didn't pray this this morning. God just gave me this for this afternoon. Whether it's COVID-19 or cancer or lupus or heart trouble, it is heart healthy month. And heart attack is still taking out more people. Heart disease is still taking out more people. Or cancer, whatever it is, there are some people that are in transition right now. And do you know that the Bible said that we could pray for them and that God would forgive them of their sins as long as they hadn't sinned a sin that was a sin unto death? If, if, if they're a believer but they got some stuff in their life or he just said we could pray for them. And that he would give them life. And so, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I pray for those who are transitioning even today. Forgive them for everything they've done wrong. Give them a chance, God, to receive you. You can speak to their spirit right now. Some of them are non-responsive even now. But, God, you don't need them to be able to speak for you to be able to touch their spirit. We pray for those, God, if they've done anything that is between you and them, if they've done anything that would cost them, God, not to be right to meet you. God, we are praying for everyone that is transitioning today. We pray for everyone that is transitioning this week. God, give them right give the right person to them God give the right person to them to whisper that prayer in their ear God you can do it send your angels God to grasp their soul don't let the devil have them God every backslider pull them back to you God don't let their life be lost don't let their eternal life be lost God forgive them for their sins even as they transition, somebody's transitioning this month. Somebody's going to transition this year. God, we're praying for those souls. We don't want the devil to have any of them. Save. Hallelujah. Save and forgive. There's somebody that's listening right now that have family members that are transitioning soon. God, give them the strength to get through it. Give them the presence of mind to pray for them. To share Jesus with them before the transition is set. God, in the name of Jesus, you said we could pray for it. And we're doing that right here and right now. Because there's power in the blood of Jesus. And we thank you, God, for your blood and your sacrifice in the name of Jesus. Everybody, if you would get your communion ready. Those of you that are at home, get your juice and get your bread or your crackers or whatever you have.
name, amen. And this is my body that was broken for you. Take eat in remembrance of me. At this time, Pastor Darian is going to come and pray. And we will specifically pray for those of you who need to terminate some stuff in your old life. We want to pray for you that need a transformation in this life right now. Amen. If you're whatever you're struggling with, whatever you're dealing with, we want you to know there is power in the blood. And God is a deliverer. Somebody need a transformation. It put, go ahead and put in those comments the transformation that you need. Somebody got some stuff that needs to come out of your life. Go ahead and put it in those comments of what you need God to do. Amen. 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 We thank God for that word. And what Pastor has shared and spoken with us. Amen. That was powerful on today. And so we want to pray. If we have anyone that's on live, that's on live streams, and if we have anyone that is in the house, amen. There are some things that we need to terminate on today in our life. There may be some things that you have been holding on to. Amen. There may be some questionable things in our path. We may have been living questionable lives. We may have been living hypocritical lives. We may have been doing something that was immoral. And understand that your life and what you do and how you live does not only just affect you, but it affects those around you. It affects those in your household. And if we don't terminate some of those things in our lives, we are going to hurt our loved ones as well. As parents, we can hurt our children. As Pastor said earlier, we can come to church and praise God and act one way and go home in private and secret and act a complete another fool. And our children see that. And so if today, if there is something in your life that you need to terminate. If it's our mouth and the way we speak to each other. If it's what we say. If it's what we do. If it's our actions. Whatever it is. We want to pray. Because God, I want to have a pure heart before you. I want to be right and live upright before you, God. Because I know, Lord, that I am being an example to others as well. If that is you today, you can stand right where you are. God, I need you to transition some things. God, I need to be transformed. I need to be transformed by the renewing of my mind, God. I need you to change some things, God. Lord, and, and, and I can't do this myself. If that is you today, live stream or in the house on today, let's pray. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus. God, we bring to you today those, God, who have some things, some lifestyles, 
some ways, some habits, God, Lord, that they need to terminate right now. They know what it is. They know what it is that is in their heart. They know what it is that they're dealing with. God, they know what they've done. They know what they said. They know how they're acting. God, we pray, your Holy Spirit, that there is a spirit of conviction in this house today. There is a spirit of conviction in the room, God, Lord, that you give your people the strength, God, Lord, to to terminate some things, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Right now, move some things completely out of our life, God. If it's hurting us right now, God, we have allowed things to hurt us, God. God, we have been holding on to some things in our past. We have been holding on to unforgiveness. We have been holding on to bitterness. We have been holding on to some things, God, and we need you to move it out of the way, God. We have been holding on to some healthy, unhealthy lifestyles, to some unhealthy habits, to some unhealthy addictions, God, to some unhealthy ways, God. And we need it terminated in the name of Jesus, completely gone, completely out of our flesh. The desire, God, Lord, the will to do it, God, Lord, all of that, everything that follows it, that comes with it, terminated and transform us, God. You said in your word, God, Lord, for us to be transformed by the renewing of our minds, God. And we pray, God, that there is some renewing that takes place in our minds, God. Lord, some habits are changed so that we can be transformed, so that we can use the crosswalks, God. God, we pray that from this day forth that there is a conviction about our jaywalking habits, God. And that when we see it, God, we don't do it. We know better from this day forth. We will no longer jaywalk. Lord, if it, if it comes to mind, if we think to do it, God, from this moment forward, God, no more jaywalking. God, today we use crosswalks. God, today we come safely to you, God. God, today we do this thing right. God, today we stop doing it illegally, God. No more jaywalking, God. Lord, we do it right, God. And you know your people in this room. You know your people on live stream. God, you know what we need to break and move and what needs to be destroyed out of our life. And we pray as we pray this prayer. We thank you for it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Come on and give God a praise in the house. Amen. Amen. Again, if you need help on this new journey or help on the journey that you've been on, please put some in there in the comments. Join us. We'd love to have you as part of our church. Well, last week was family and friends, and our winner that had the most gifts was Pastor Sharonda uh, here at Aliante and, um, and Minister Latanya at Central Campus. And so, I don't know, next, next fifth Sunday, I might feel even more generous I might kick it up a little bit more. We have got to find ways to get people to hear the gospel. So those are our winners last week. Kingdom Academy starts this week. It is our, our training academy for our servant leaders, ministers, but anyone is welcome. If you want a deeper walk with God, know more about the scriptures, you can get into Kingdom Academy. Uh, it's six weeks, uh, $40, uh, so you can get credit for your classes toward your certification uh, or toward ordination. It's six weeks, each class is six weeks um, uh, for that $40. Uh, this uh, session we are teaching dealing with God's people and if you've ever dealt with people, you know there's a way that God has for you to deal with people. And so it's dealing with people God's way. We have Effective Communication, an excellent book on communication uh, that will be taught. Uh, the uh, New Testament Gospel and Acts, for those of you that want to know more about the Bible, the New Testament Gospels and Acts. There's also with Leadership 101 to help develop you as kingdom leaders. Uh, there's Old Testament History. An overview, again, you need to know more about the Bible, just studying the word of God. You bet your whole life that this stuff is true, and uh, you may not even understand the word of God. You need to understand what you bet in your life on, amen? You bet in your eternal life, actually. Uh, so Old Testament history, an overview of that, and we're teaching a five-fold ministry, whether you're an evangelist, prophet, pastor, uh, teacher, 
um, the fivefold ministry apostle um, that class is also being taught uh, we have a little problem with our um, website so you need to go to newantioch-aliante.org and you can pay for your class there however we need you to see pastor darian uh, Pastor Tara or uh, Sister Evie. And so those of you that are here at this campus, at Aliante campus, tell Pat, please uh, let Pastor Darren know which classes you want to take, and he'll let you know what uh, day each class is. They're Monday throughout Thursday, uh, all of the classes. And so you pick either by the night you want to study or the class that you want to study. Still, please see Pastor Darian, but K Kingdom Academy starts this week. Again, this was our Sunday for our Sunrise Mountain Project. We're telling God we're just going to do this. We're looking for him to make a way. So we're going to do it on one offering a month, one offering a month. And we believe that we're going to build some kind of way. We're going to build a $2 million building with one offering a month. I just believe God can do it until he gives up something else. We are going for it. And so you can give. Every first Sunday, just a special offering above your tithes and offering above your rally. That's not the that's not the rally, but the rally they told us we are in. I told you already our 2021 rally, um, and so you can give the 2021 dollars. We have to the end of April to give that. So give a little bit at a time. Tell God you want to give it. That's what I did last year. I told God I want to give it and I want to give it twice. And he gave it to me. And so he will do the same for you if your heart is to give. If, if not the 2021, you can do 1,010. If not 1,010, you can do 5,050. Uh, uh, or go down all of our young people. We want you to give $221. Uh, teenagers and young adults, $221. You can do that. You're going to spend that just on junk between now and April. Give God that, and I promise you he'll bless you. I promise you he'll bless you. But love your church enough to invest in your church. Just love your church enough. If God doesn't bless you, if he don't bless me, I'm good because I love the kingdom, and I love giving back to him. And then our children, our little children, we're looking for $20.21. Put it in an envelope or have your parents give it. Uh, what we would love for you to do, though, is please text Pastor Sharonda. Put it in the comments right here what you're going to pledge. Nobody is going to know what you're going to pledge but you, and she's going to give you a number. And when you see when we every Sunday, do we have it today? Every Sunday that um, we're going to put up and see how people are. You had 50%. You had 75%, you had 100% of whatever you pledge. So for somebody, it might be 221. For some of us, it's going to be the 2021, but it's going to let us know how close we are, and, and we're going to do this thing together. Amen. So don't forget about the rally. Uh, next Sunday, we're going red. We're going red next Sunday. So those of you that are on staff that are helping us put together everything, wear your red. Those of you at home, put something red on when you, uh, when you come to church uh, next Sunday. Red for two reasons. Next Sunday is Valentine's Day. And so uh, that's usually red for that. But it's also Heart Healthy Month. Heart Healthy Month. And that's what I want you all to do. Every February, I ask you to do one thing that's good for your heart. It was a heart attack that almost took me out of here, but, but I had made some life changes, and I believe those life changes saved my life. And um, heart disease is still what's taking out more people. And so I'm asking you to do one thing. Pastor Santorana said something a few months ago that I haven't been able to shake. I really want to preach it. But she talked about making one act of defiance. In other words, just... You might be having a struggle changing everything in your life, but just pick one thing just to throw it in the devil's face and tell him you can't make me do this anymore. Just if y'all would do one act of defiance for your own health. There's like devil, I ain't going out like this. I'm, this is my body is a temple of God. Just one act of defiance. So it might be stop eating cookies. It might be stop drinking soda. It might be giving up beef. I've given up beef and pork. Well, just y'all just think of one act of defiance and say, flesh, you are not going to run my life if you would just change one thing. Every February, I'm going to ask y'all to change one thing in your diet, in your life. I'm going to walk once a week. 
I may not ever be an exerciser, but you might say, but I'll walk once a week. I'll get my 10,000 steps in at least once a week. Just one act of defiance for your health. Will y'all do that with me? I don't like burying folk. I hate that part of the job. It's an honor, but I'd rather not bury you. I'd rather you be healthy. So we're going to go red next Sunday, uh, and everybody's going to think of one act of defiance that you're going to do for your health, especially your heart health. Amen. And I, this is just an acknowledgement just because I want to say it. We're done. I just want to say this. For the first time in 19 years, we're not coming to church on Super Bowl Sunday. I have never canceled Sunday night service. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope this message really reached you. If you'd like to know more about our campuses, you can visit our central campus at newantioch.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dot org. Or for our Aliante campus, you can visit us at newantioch-aliante.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dash A-L-I-A-N-T-E. If you'd like to sow a seed into this ministry, you can do so by texting New Antioch to 77977 for Aliante Campus. Or for Central Campus, it's New Antioch Central at 77977.